With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ah, the Big Ten is back. Can you believe it? It almost erases that podcast I did on Monday. Ah, almost. You can still check it out. It was released and it was, well, it was garbage. It wasn't the right one, but it got up there anyways. But that's okay because today we have the announcement that the Big Ten is actually back. Yes, for real. Not uh, speculation, not to be announced forthcoming. No, actually back. Yes, it is back. Uh, This has been a crazy whirlwind of just PR nightmarishness. Is that a word? I don't know. But, you know, as I was thinking about it, this might actually be PR genius. Because, and, and stay with me for a second, if you look at this thing on its face... Yeah, it's been frustrating and irritating and, and just a culmination of everything that we hate because we didn't have the transparency, we didn't have the reasons why, we had a, a bunch of loose excuses. All these things culminated to this moment, which, as of right now, do you know of anybody else talking about any other conference, team, program? You, you don't. You don't because all eyes are on the Big Ten. Truly, the Big Ten does have the clout and the prestige and the the fine bombs in the world. While they like to downplay the Big Ten and, you know, try to throw shade our way, the Big Ten is on that proverbial hill. It is the, uh, the beacon of all programs. So for them to finally make this decision and get it right was what was necessary. Now, that being said... When do we start? Well, it looks like it is going to be the 23rd and 24th, respectively. Meaning that, well, it is that October start. It is late October start. They have to start testing uh, every player by September 30th. Get ahead of that that testing so they can make sure everybody's safe, be able to return everybody to uh, regular you know, uh, game schedules and, and whatnot. It looks like there's not going to be any fans in the stands, at least in the foreseeable future, maybe towards the end of the season as more data comes out, but I wouldn't bank on that. This is going to be strictly a season without fans. Um yeah, that sucks, but it's okay because we have football. We're going to be able to compete, hopefully, for a national championship here. Um, looks like the uh, college uh, football playoff would be in play. I, I don't know the logistics of that. Certainly, we're, we're looking at, uh, what, probably eight or nine games still. I think that's the max that we can get would, would be that nine-game mark, but I think that there's going to be a lot of pressure put on to have the rest of the programs hold out for us now. Whether that requires an eye test at the end of the season for a Big Ten team to get in, I don't know. I mean, that's usually the case anyways. But I would figure that there's probably going to be one or two Big Ten teams possibly that are undefeated. Um, and with that being said, all 14 teams are going to be playing this year. 
So there was speculation whether there was going to be a a uh, a full boat of Big Ten teams playing or not, whether it was going to be maybe eight or nine Big Ten teams out of the 14, but no, they came together, they made the vote, uh, they decided uh, unanimously that Big Ten football would return. All good things, especially for the image of the Big Ten and for each individual program. Um, like I said before, it would have been a nightmare, just a complete nightmare <laughs> for any of the programs to kind of deviate from a unification. I mean, just think of that. <laughs> you see all these other Big Ten teams playing, but you can't, and you have some star power on that team. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of lawsuits. So they avoided that. Um, as much as I was frustrated and just confused by the lack of transparency and leadership in the Big Ten, I think that through this past month, with the pressure on and the looming lawsuit from uh, Nebraska, it created the right recipe for them to get this right. Finally. Now, it's terrible that it had to take that long, but at the end of the day, when the day is done, we got it right. So, going to be a whole lot of news on, on this throughout uh, the day and, and weeks to come, but uh, that's, that's excellent. That's excellent because we're talking about Big Ten football. We're getting back into play. Um, I'm sure the, the programs are getting ready to, uh, you know, jazz up and, and, and ready to practice hard and get those players back in shape. And I guess that was a concern, too, was whether or not they would have the player conditioning and everything ready to go on October 10th or 17th. Maybe that's why they pushed it back to the 23rd, 24th, also for that additional testing. They're going to have that rapid testing that's going to be done daily. So they'll be having that. Good news. Just incredible news. And I can't believe that uh, it took this long, but I, I am very happy that uh, we are going to be moving forward. Now for the rest of the, the image of the Big Ten. Um, you know, what does it look like trying to play a full schedule and potentially a Big Ten championship. These are questions that are just aren't answered yet. I would suspect that they would have a Big Ten championship. I don't know where they would fit it in or how that would look. Um, but these are some of the uh, questions and answers we're probably going to get in the coming days, probably throughout the day today. Uh, I think the Big Ten network is going to be inundated with, with uh, questions and live interviews and conferences and all that good stuff. So... Plenty of content to uh, unwrap and unfold there. You know, with all of the speculation and uh, just fervor around this entire decision, it, I mean, if you were on Twitter, I'm not saying that you should be, but if you were on Twitter, you would just seen this plethora of, you know, breaking or, um, you know, inside source says, oh, the frustration with that, I mean... You didn't have to be Nostradamus or Sir Yacht to make any kind of prediction because literally anything that you would have made at the time would have been close to what was going to be happening. We're going to be playing in October. You know, that's, that's true. We are going to be playing in October. And, yeah, I think we all kind of got it right. But keeping that hype alive and, and getting it uh, flowing was, was a good thing. Obviously, the health concerns of the athletes were the first and foremost thing, which is good. Um want to make sure everybody plays safely. And like I've been saying, uh, there, there was plenty of things trending in the right direction for that to happen. It's too bad that the Big Ten pulled the ripcord on August 11th and didn't allow some time in between to make a better decision. Now, we can't go back. You can only do what you do. 
um, going forward. But I think them bailing on, on August 11th led to also the Pac-12. But the Pac-12 is in a different situation, being that their, their states are on lockdown. They don't, they don't even have the ability, I don't believe, to even try an October start. I know, I know that's kind of the, uh, the idea right now is to, is to get them back on board as well. Um, who knows? I, I doubt the Pac-12 is going to be on board. But the Big Ten is. And I'm glad that we didn't kind of make any um, marriage to the, the Pac-12 to have a kind of a co-sponsored season with them. Uh, as I said you know, in an earlier podcast, that would have been just a, a nightmare uh, anchoring ourselves to the Pac-12 for literally playing for nothing and not knowing when that season would actually begin. Um, and we were looking at November, December, January. This, is, this pulls us way ahead of schedule. All the teams are unified. Michigan, Michigan State will be playing, which is a good thing. Wisconsin's back on board. Everybody is on the same page. Now, you know, <laughs> I said a lot of negative things about Kevin Warren, and, you know, a lot of them were warranted. I think the criticism definitely is. I mean, when you have a spokesperson who is not being a spokesperson and being silent, when your job is to, well, talk. That's your job is to talk. Um, the silence was, was deafening. It was definitely deafening. Not being able to know anything coming out of the Big Ten. Kind of looking back on it, though, you know, if you didn't have a consensus of where things were trending or going to go, putting pressure on, on the rest of the Big Ten would have been the way to go. But you had so much pressure from external forces such as governors, senators, you had congressmen, you had the President of the United States coming out. A lot of these all pushed the Big Ten towards, well, the eventuality of today's announcement that we will be playing. So college football won today. I think the the student-athletes won today. Um, Not only are they going to get to pursue their their dreams and and their efforts that they've been uh, utilizing for you know, how many ever years they've been at the, their prospective programs, they get to play, and they get to do so safely, and there's a plan in place, and we have the data to back it up. All great things for college football. Now, I don't know how the SEC or the uh, ACC Big 12 feels about this. Certainly, I, I feel better <laughs> about the Big 10 starting in late October than how the Big 12 started this past week, but... You know, not to throw that much shade. They, they still started. They, they were able to uh, get this off without a hitch, whereas we kind of drug our feet. It is going to be telling, though. That first week that the Big Ten plays, we're not going to have out-of-conference foes, so that kind of helps us. We're not going to have any embarrassing losses, thankfully. But we are going to have to produce. We're going to have to, you know, show some, uh, some charge in, in our play. We don't want to come out flat. We want to be able to show the rest of the country that the Big Ten is back, that we are ready to play, and we're going to play well. Yeah, this is this is just incredible. Um, the fact that everybody was on board and they got all the Big Ten chancellors and presidents to come to an agreement. I, I really didn't know if that was going to happen. I mean, you looked at Michigan, who was pretty staunchly opposed to starting in October at all, I mean, they had to probably show some significant evidence, which there was sufficient evidence out there, but had to prove to him that uh, this could be done safely, which 
by all accounts, starting September 30th, daily testing. Daily testing. Everybody. So, don't know how long that's going to take in between, you know, practices or what that kind of scheduling looks like. Hopefully, we'll be able to dive in and kind of see what the Iowa program is doing to, to handle that. Um, I know they've done a wonderful job already um, putting uh, protocols in place for safety. But, you know, every program is going to go through some uh, growing pains with this. But I think the end result will be a, a good thing. Now, the bummer is, of course, like we already said, you're not going to be able to be in the stands. That uh, 12th man at Kinnick is not going to exist this year. That stinks. But hopefully those kids across the street will be able to, to lift you know, everybody's spirits there as, as certainly they've lifted the country's spirits and they'll be able to kind of get some of that action from the, uh, the hospital across the street. They'll, they're certainly going to get a show, and that's awesome. That's awesome. They're going to be able to watch college football, Iowa football this year. Yeah, this is this is a, a fantastic thing. I, I keep on going back to that. It's just it's just amazing, and everybody should be happy about this. If you're if you're a college football fan, you're you're ecstatic right now. So, oh, where to go from here? Where to go from here? Um, probably going to be doing some uh, inside pieces with the uh, the Iowa program to see. Um, just exactly how they are getting back. Um, certainly there's going to be some great articles written by uh, Rob Howe, uh, so definitely stay tuned to the website for that. Um, if you're a Twitter user, definitely uh, get up on Twitter. Check that out. Um, I'm at Joe underscore Hugan, and uh, the Hawkeye Nation is out there as well. Uh, you can follow Rob and, and Hawkeye Nation to uh, get all that stuff. Andrew Downs also uh, has some uh, great uh, pieces out there, and they do a great podcast as well. So stay tuned. It's going to be a whirlwind, and the Big Ten is on its path to hopefully glory to where we'll be able to compete for a national championship, hopefully a Big Ten championship as well, but we'll, we'll find out in the coming days. This is Hawkeye Nation. I'm Joe Hugan, and the Big Ten is back, y'all. The Big Ten is back.